What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLongstar.com. Um, as always, you can check out the Facebook page and hang out with us every day of the week. We got great stuff happening there. And um, coming at you during this corona quarantine via Anchor, uh, little brother Nico in his bunker and uh, myself. What's up, Nico? I've got, I've got the hiccups. This is a dangerous situation. An, an infection has entered the bunker. I don't. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I mean, I do play one a lot, you know. Wink, mm-hmm. wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, ladies. Uh, but I don't think hiccups is an infection. I mean, it might as well be. I'm dying slowly. All right. Well, uh, this is you know, awful. In the Civil War, they cured stuff like this with amputation. Well, I'll just amputate my torso. Should be like a like a reverse Rayman. <laughs> what? You never play the game Rayman where he's got no limbs and he's got like a little floating head and like hands? How does he do anything? He's 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 like he's like a little spring man. I don't know. You you have to see it to, to understand what I'm talking about. So so we're doing a visual bit on the radio. Okay. Uh cool. It's not a visual bit, it's just a he's a popular character. He's a platformer. It's from like the PlayStation One. So you're saying in this video it's game from Ubisoft. <laughs> In this video game that you're making up as we go, you're you're saying that you you would be a torsoless, floating head. Yes. Okay, I don't think I would play it. I don't think you're gonna get my quarter for this. Fair enough. Yeah. As a matter of fact, no, no interest in it. Okay. I'm gonna return this game to Walmart, and I'm gonna say that it was a gift. This was a gift, but I feel bad now. This was a gift. I don't want it. <laughs> no, like, not like it was a gift for someone else, you goober. Like it was a gift to me, and I get to take it back without the receipt. Yeah, I, I don't want it. <laughs> I have regrets. Uh, I have regrets, mainly the one of being friends with these people. Oh, oh. Look, if you give me money, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind slowly. Uh, yeah, it sounds like this cave. This cave has really hurt me. <laughs> Um. All right, so we've got a lot going on. It is the last day of July. Happy, yes. happy end of July. Yep. And um, your birthday was last week, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. disinvited me to it. That was neat. Uh, yeah, can't have anyone enter into Death Bunker, dude. So, so I was uninvited to the birthday. That was a, uh, it was a cool feeling. It's nice to find out that my brother's Mussolini. That's a good feeling. Is that, uh, is that what Mussolini did? I don't. I, it feels like it. It's, that's a real <laughs> axis of evil move. It feels like. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's not Nazi, but it's Nazi tangent. Nazi adjacent. It's Nazi nearby. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll believe it. I believe it. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're the least threatening of the Nazis, anyways. The Italians. I was uninvited to a birthday. Uh, first mm-hmm. time that's ever happened to me. Um, stung, stung a little. I I cried holding all my action figures to me. <laughs> Your room full of action figures now. I said, "Age of Apocalypse, make me feel better," and I just sobbed uncontrollably. Um, I believe it. 
into the cold, cold plastic of my OnlyFans. You guys are my only friends. You guys are my only friends. And they're like, we're not real. Corey, we're not even alive. You're making these voices in your head. So anyway, it went good. That went good. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> um, we got a couple stuff. We got a little couple things to cover before we get too far into anything, though. Let's talk contest. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So tomorrow by twelve thirty, if you have not sent your email, it will not count. Yep. Because we finally have after one p.m., I will do the drawing. And somewhere before or around 2 p.m., I will post the winner. Uh, so, this is your last chance to win a PlayStation, <laughs> Xbox, Whoa. or Switch. So, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or review Nerd Thug Radio on all platforms, including Facebook. Every time you do, make sure you screenshot it and make sure you email those screenshots to nerdthugradio at gmail.com. Each screenshot is an entry. No limit on entries. Uh, I make up the rules as I go. So I had a guy who said something nice about us on Reddit and I was like, and he screenshot it. I was like, yeah, that counts. That's an entry. So Yeah, that's in. Yeah, he's in. He might win. Um... <laughs> So make sure you're doing those things. I'll be yeah. honest, there's a real good chance that if somebody bombs the crap out of this, they can win. Because the entries, uh, it's not a high enough number that like it, like nothing matters. Like We're not in the thousands or anything like that. If someone <laughs> really puts the pedal to the metal, there's a good chance they're winning a machine. A gaming machine. That's right. It's a limited three hundred dollars. Will winner's choice of a console, but again, limit three hundred dollars. PlayStation Four, Xbox One, or Switch. Um, the drawing's happening tomorrow, so get on it. Do not let this pass you by. Someone is winning a game console. It should be you. Yeah, no reason actually, it can't be. Actually, it it should be me, but it could be you. Oh, the stipulation. <laughs> should be me. I mean, I should win it, but I'm letting the listeners win it. Uh, I think that's fair. It's one of my 75 sock puppet accounts. <laughs> and the winner lives inside of my bedroom. It's How strange. And they definitely don't want a PlayStation 4. Because I already have, I mean, they already have one. <laughs> the winner is Ori Elagardia. Ah, what a strange name. So <laughs> close to mine. <laughs> That's odd. Um, anyway, make sure to get your entries in, because somebody's winning a console. It's true. Just, just took a drink on the radio. It's good radio today. We're making okay, good radio. I, have the, I literally have the hiccups. I can't, I can't do anything. It's all right. Um, have you tried a mess? A lot of times that'll get rid of the hiccups. Uh, no, but I hear crack is pretty good too. Oh, crack's great, but it's not for hiccups. That's just for addiction. That's, uh, that's literally just you sell a couch for $30. Hmm, Kidding. Okay. Don't do drugs. Don't, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. 
That wasn't. We shouldn't have said that. Nico shouldn't have said that. I should. I was funny. Nico wasn't. Um, <laughs> sure. Like hiccup into oblivion on on air. <laughs> um. Yeah, you, you can't defend yourself today. It's really kind of great. So the X Men franchise is starting to get back on track again. They released X Factor number one this week. Um, That's like the ninth X Men number one. It is. They it's are. Not. They had something. It's something like they've. Uh, starting with House of X, Powers of X, ones <laughs> released like eighty books in in one year or something like that. Eighty. Oh. What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. There's so many. Stuff, some of the stuff is kind of interesting. Some of it's kind of. Yeah. Dumb. Like they've. All right, I guess this is cool. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I maybe I'm, am I turning into an old man because I I don't care a ton about this. They're the books are like oddly obsessed on these like polyamorous couples though. Um, so like the Cyclops, Jean Grey, Emma Frost, Wolverine relationship, like the 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 double duo kind of deal. Right, and so Cable, I guess, is on issue number five, and in it, he is dating all five of the Cuckoo Sisters, who are just clones of Emma Frost in, like, a hive mind. Well, that makes a little bit more sense, because they're all, like, connected. Yeah, no, it, it makes more sense. It's still just, like... It's still weird. I don't, I don't know. Like I've never been. Kind of I've never been a big proponent of multiple partners, mainly because I just don't understand it. Because my my very stupid brain is like relationships is two people. Well, and that's not really my my bigger thing is just that like, as a storyteller for a long time, the drama was that Jean Grey loved Cyclops but felt some tension towards Wolverine. Mm-hmm. It seems like, like if everyone can just indulge in all of it, then there's no tension. Well, I mean, like, and that's, and that's a, I mean, maybe it's just a surface level thing where it's like, it still exists, you know, not everyone's going to feel, you know, even if everyone quote unquote gets what they want, it's maybe not truly what they desire. Ooh, that's a little Machiavellian. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, that's a possibility, but there's just some sort of like. I mean, if everyone's like, everything's great, this is exactly what we wanted, then it's like, I feel a little bit of a mood point. Right. Well, and and maybe it's just that, like, this generation of writers grew up obsessing about these things from the last, you know, a lot of of the last generation of of X-Men stuff, the last decade really was like, will they, won't they type stuff. Like, Psylocke was, like, always flirting with Cyclops to kind of push his buttons a little bit and make mm-hmm. Jean Grey jealous, but it wasn't out of a place of love. It was just out of a place of, like, power. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't really want Cyclops. She just wanted to make Cyclops and Jean Grey uncomfortable. Right, because that's a... Well, the thing is, that that's way more truthful to, I think, what people genuinely feel. Like, people do that. Like, is is, is not cool as it is. You know, no, that's, that's true. A, Hundred percent. There's you. You've probably known somebody who's done that. Mm, definitely. 
I, I, but like, I know people who've gotten into relationships despite other people. So, right. They're still married. So, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) gotta bring up the list of how many people Corey's know that are married. Uh, but no, I definitely feel like, I don't know, like, they're just, we got, uh, we got stuck on a weird part. I don't know. I think it's odd. I think it's odd that this has become the thing that the books are sort of about. But And I've never considered myself old-fashioned or, or like, I don't know. I've, I've never understood polyamorous relationships, but that that has been a thing that I've never understood for a long time. I mean, people can't be happy in them. I because totally that's get the ridiculous. Because, like, I totally, right, like, I do too. The more we can, the more women we can pile into something with me, I'm, I'm in. I mean, I, my issue is just that I ruin normal relationships. So, pretty like I'm gonna one with more than one person. Yeah, like I, I feel like I feel like there's like levels to it, and I don't understand that. Yeah, like, I can't keep one person happy, so the odds of me keeping six people happy seems unlikely, but, you know, maybe that's one of their superpowers. Well, I mean, they're all telepaths, like, it's, they can just tell you. That's true. Uh, I just read your mind, and you're still a jerk. <laughs> but do you It's like, know? yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, well then, alright. Um, <laughs> but anyway, everyone's kind of, I don't know, they're just... I think it's something that, like, the last generation of creators always hinted at and talked around was, like, the sexual tension, and they used it as great storytelling, and now this generation grew up kind of obsessed about it, and now we sort of are just in the middle of these weird fantasies about it. Or it might just be part of this storyline of, like, kind of everything goes because they're non-human and they're living above the rules. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, this might this might just be like the the rawest like true expression of you know it was kind of it's kind of like that like enlightenment that like hippies had, right? Where like they had like the weird cults and stuff of the seventies. Are you talking about Mormons? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The mutants are just Mormons, dude. They actually they really kind of so for the longest time in this story, the House of X, Powers of X concept. I've been essentially calling Krakoa mutant. Uh, Israel, because essentially it's using a lot of the concepts and laws of Israel, which is like if someone's a Jew in the world, Israel is home to them. They're they're automatically citizens of Israel if they're Jewish. Um, and I don't know all the rules on that, so if I'm getting some of that wrong, I do apologize. Um, so Krakoa has basically set up the same rules, and it's like mutants anywhere are automatically citizens of Krakoa, and uh, can claim that at any time, and are all not, and they're not subject to like man's laws because they're mutants. Right, they're like free inhabitants, but you know they can kill you with their cool powers or lame powers, depending on who it is. Super lame powers. Um, brain chain guy, looking at you. <laughs> so Hellions, I love you, but man, it's real out. dumb. Uh, Hellions number two finally came out. It was Hellions number one came out literally like the last week before the lockdown stuff. Uh, so, like, seven years ago. Feels like it. So, Hellions number two finally comes out, and, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff about this book. I don't know how I feel. It's uh, it's essentially a roster of, like, these are troublemakers and people who aren't fitting in in the Kokoa experience. And they're still incredibly Absolutely. dangerous, terrible people, and so they're trying to use 
their destructive natures. So do you know who like who's in it, or is it just a bunch of new characters? No, no, yeah, these are all these are all characters from places. So it's Psylocke. It's well, not Psylocke. It's Quanon. It's the assassin now back in the Asian body. Mm. Uh, it's her Havoc. Um, Wild Child, John Greycrow, Empath, and then Nanny and Orphan Maker. Okay, that's a really weird list of characters. It is. And Nanny and Orphan Maker don't fit in because Orphan Maker is like essentially a child in a giant robot angry body. And then Mm -hmm. Nanny like wants to steal mutant babies to raise them. And so like on a Krakoa that doesn't work. Uh, I guess. Um, I mean, that would make sense for like, characters that don't really work in Krakoa. Right. And so Empath is like a sociopath and loves using his powers that uh, he can like tip people's emotions one way or another. And so he just loves doing that to his advantage. So like he keeps causing fights and like orgies on the island. So they kick it. So they're kicking them off. Um, and John Greycrow, like he just wants to, he's, he's just too, tough into BA to stay on the island. And then Wild Child is still feral, and so like, he's not bonding <laughs> with people. And... Or Sabretooth when you need him. Right. Somebody give this kid some pets. And what does he need? Twice in this issue, he references like, that he's challenging the alpha of a situation because he wants to lead the pack. And it's like, uh... I'm kind of over that. It's like a false concept, and I don't really enjoy it. But whatever. Well, the thing about Wild Child, I feel like, is that like, so he's 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 supposed to be feral, right? Well, that's a newer development since Age of Apocalypse, because it was so cool there. They've used that on him because they don't know what to do with him. Right. I mean, he's essentially just like a smaller saber tooth, but a good guy. He was always a knockoff good guy saber tooth. He was in Alpha Flight, but he was like obsessed with Aurora. Um. <laughs> Who had multiple personalities, and one of the personalities loved him, but the rest didn't. And like that personality would never come out and like acknowledge him. Like it was weird. Man, that is an incredibly sad existence. Yeah. And so fast forward, he shows up and he joins X Factor because he's got really like nowhere else to go. Um, right. Because he's a small, feral baby. Right. And while he's on that team, they actually include Sabretooth on that team, and that's all post-Age of Apocalypse, but, like, Sabretooth is just constantly taunting him. Because he's Sabretooth is like, I could smell it on you. You wish you were as wild as I am. And, like, just teases him with his inability to be interesting. <laughs> like, it's brutal. Well, I mean, like, and, and, like, now they've just made him just a aggressive nothing. Yeah, and now he just, like, attacks everybody. So like in this issue, they walk up on a they're gonna they're gonna demolish a mutant related building. So they walk up on it, and the police have it surrounded to control it for these guys. Well, the police have a uh, one of the police is a canine unit, and so the dog is barking at Wild Child. So the officer gives the dog commands, and Wild Child looks at the officer and says, "Oh, you're the alpha," and then he attacks the cop because he wants to be the alpha. And it's like, well, that's stupid. Like. It's also not, like, it's not really how that works, but okay. At all. And then at the end of the issue, spoilers, uh, the team gets beat up and they get wrapped up in some stuff. And so only Psylocke and Wildchild are left and Psylocke's wounded. And Psylocke has been leading the team. 
and Wild Child says, uh, you're wounded, your alpha status is in danger, and then attacks her. <sighs> okay, true. Right. We're just going to assume that's how that works. See, see my problem? Yeah, no, I get it. See my problem? Um, and like, I, I, I get creating this, this mutant utopia is a cool idea and all, but like, you know, you you also you know don't have to write about these characters. <laughs> yeah, like you could. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe like I, like I understand like a fleshed out universe has a lot of characters that live their own separate lives and do things, but you also have to like realize that things have to have focus and like we could have lived in a in a society where Hellions two never existed, and no, the world wouldn't be a better or worse place. <laughs> Sadly, you're you're dead on. I think you're dead on right there, and uh, I think that's sort of the issue. I think some of these niches are too specific. Well, like it's telling a story that doesn't need to be told. Like the grand scheme of this like plot is thick and like has a lot of important characters. Like, do we need a 80th tie-in book of the Hellions that are probably not going to? They're going to interact with like one character in one subplot of the main story and like that's it right no and i i totally agree and i think that's sort of what's happening and then when you look at it it's like losing focus yeah and we're about to get into x of swords is i think it starts next week uh is that the next the big bill it's like it's like 90 title it's like 20 times right 18 initially it was going to be 13 and then post-covid somehow now it's 18 and children of adam got uh, postponed till after. Go um, to the Adam was a great game, but never, no one wants to talk about that. But uh, and the book looks great, but we won't know till it comes out. Yeah, we won't know for another nine years. Before and and I reached out to Vita behind the scenes, and she she shut me down real good. Shut me down real good. She was just like can't disclose anything. Uh. Yeah, well, it's, the the creators have started calling working for Marvel licensed work. It didn't That's used weird. to be called that. It used to be called work for hire. They now call it licensed work, which I, it is still appropriate. It's still an, an apt name for what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's not incorrect. And she made this post a while back where she's like, hey, I can't discuss any of my licensed work, so friends and, and fans try and be respectful of that and blah, blah, blah. And when Children of the Atom wasn't on the release schedule, I reached out to her and I was like, "Hey, I've been looking forward to the book. You know, not I don't want you to get in any trouble or anything, and I'm not and I won't use any names if you don't want me to or whatever. But like, what's the schedule? What's what's going on? I was like, you didn't get bumped, did you? And she literally was like, she's like, I don't know if you saw my post, but I'm gonna repost it because I can't say anything. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, I, I didn't, I, I read it and I said, I, I assume you're calling working for Marvel licensed. And she was like, any work that's not creator owned is licensed. And I, and technically that's correct, but it's just, it's not the term that's been used before. But Feels real corporate. Super corporate. But that might be the case. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I don't know nowadays if I would have that much interest in writing for Marvel or DC. I mean, maybe not. I have to. I think it'd be cool to like play with their characters for a little bit. Like, it's like going to someone's house, right? 
you play with their toys, you have your fun, but then like you want to go back home and do your thing. Yeah, I'd have to have like a really like I'd have to know I'd be in my own little lane for whatever it is that I'm doing. See, look, Corey, just go to go to DC because I haven't done anything with the Wildcats in about nine Mm. years. Write a new Wildcats. All right. Just for you, I'll uh I'll send some PDFs to uh, some DC editors, and I'll see if they'll let me pitch Wildcats. It's the only thing I want, because they have them, and they don't do anything well, with Well, apparently them. they're going to tie Grifter into Batman. He's shown up in, like, two things. And, like, okay, then we just exclude Grifter, even though I like yeah, him. I, mean, I never understood his power, though. He doesn't, he doesn't really have one. He just He's cool, and he wears a bandana. Yeah, I mean, like, all the other ones have powers. Like, you got Robot Man, <laughs> Big Guy Gets Stupid. Big Guy Does Get Stupid. And then he gets smart when he's small. They did a cool... They did a cool Wildcat series a while back. I don't know. And it was so different. It was so, like, weird. It focused on the corporation way more than everything else. And then it created products and stuff. I don't know, man. Well, yeah, because, like, the, the thing, they, they also, like, created Spartan's body. Yeah. And, like, so they started selling, like, limitless batteries and, like, interesting, like, interstellar travel and stuff like that. Like, they came up with some cool stuff. So I feel like... And I love Warblade. Knockout Wolverine is real cool. Liquid T-1000 Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there's a pitch there somewhere. I have I have his first appearance on VHS from the Wildcats cartoon. I love that thing they did. Ooh. First appearance of Warblade. Oh, so good. Yeah, I mean, there's probably... There's definitely a... There's a story in there. There is. And, like, there's so many, like, weird aspects to that, like... Small universe. Right. It's like, and it's so contained. Like you don't have to go very far, right? And that's the thing because they like fight their own bad right. guys. You, well, and that's so somehow Hellspawn became a Superman villain now. So like, yeah, it's all right. You ruined you ruined everything. You took my the coolest villain ever. It's all right. Well, I can you know what? I'll, I'll reach out. I'll look. I'll see what I can do about that. Just for you, little bro. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Um, that's what I wanted for my birthday Corey to pitch a Wildcats <laughs> that'll be your birthday gift I'll get someone to let me pitch Wildcats um, <laughs> stupid because somehow Hellspawn is the bad guy for I, don't, I don't understand how that happened I think someone saw they were like hey we got the you got the rights to, to Wildcats right and they're like yeah and they're like oh Hellspawn's real cool put him in Superman well they were trying to, like I think in New 52 they really wanted to integrate them so like Voodoo had a title Grifter had a title and Hellspont was in Superman and some other stuff, but that's like the only thing that's right. The only thing that, like the Voodoo title got canceled. Grifter went away, like incorporated into Batman, and then he like he showed up. He showed up when uh, remember when Nightwing was a secret agent for a little bit. Not really. Yes. He was but a secret I... agent for a little while. Okay, that's pretty cool, I guess. So, Gr- Grifter was in that. I remember him showing up in the animated series, the uh... Uh, Flashpoint. He was in Flashpoint. Yeah, he was. You're right. That was weird because that's the only animated he's in. Which is again in Flashpoint, so it's alternate universe anyway. Right. 
I remember seeing him there, and I was like, that's a really random inclusion. It really was, because, like, none of the Wildcats are in any of the other DC stuff. And then, nope. like, they didn't use any of the other <laughs> the characters. The Grifter's in Flashpoint. Yeah, they didn't use any of the other characters in Flashpoint, either, so it literally made no sense. Yeah, because it's not like, you know, like, Warblade, Voodoo, nope, yep. none of them. Maul, nope, Grifter. nothing's going. Just Grifter. All right, we're going we're gonna to jump out here for a break. We'll come back and have more Nerd Club Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, make sure to go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. It's where uh, I post images from my comic books that are sell, for sale at the secret shop on CoreyDLG.Squarespace.com. You can even buy the t-shirts from us. They're $25, including shipping. Um, yeah. That's where the cosplayer of the day is posted. And there's all kinds of stuff that goes on on the Facebook page. And as always, the contest is happening right now. I say as always, you've got one more day. As always for one day. <laughs> as always for one more day until 1230 tomorrow. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, review, screenshot, email to nerdthugradio at gmail.com. The winner will be announced around 2 o'clock on Saturday. And someone's winning a $300 console. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or Nintendo Switch. Winner's choice. Limit $300. Very cool. Uh, Nico, before we get into anything else, I need you to go ahead and tell everybody about our friends, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More, whose ad, full page, is on the back of Another Day at the Office issue one. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Going places. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More uh, is open at full uh, full operating hours. However, they do have uh, limited table space, but they, it is available. You're required to wear a mask if you were to come in store. And they do have delivery and curbside if you want to stay on the safe side. Uh, so the free comic book summer is still going. Pop in. Every Wednesday they put up new stuff. You can get a little passport. And then every time you come into the store and pick up your free things, you get a little stamp. 
and you can turn that in for loyalty points, even if you don't complete it. So if you're like, oh, I couldn't get in the first couple weeks, you still got time. It goes all the way up till September 9th. So you got a while. You got two months. Month yeah. and a half. Month and a half. Month and a half. Uh, and uh, Saturday, or Sunday, my apologies, August 2nd from 4 to 8 is D&D Adventures League. Uh, $5 to play or $5 in-store purchase gets you uh, get to play for free. Ooh. There's all kinds of stuff going on. They got sports cards still happening. Uh, Mr. Bill says the, the sports cards sell out right away. Like every time they get sports cards in, they sell out. Yeah, man. The sports card world, it's insane. It's weird to think that it's made such a big resurgence, like since it's like they said collapse in like the 90s. So, my guy, Gary V, you know, I'm a Gary V fan. You know, I love the Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. He flat out predicted this, and in a lot of ways, I think he made this happen. Um, he predicted for about two years that the sneakerheads were going to move over to something else and that sports cards were the next thing. And he flat out, he, he, one thing about Gary Vaynerchuk that I respect the heck out of is he puts his money where his mouth is. And in the past year and a half, he's put a lot of money into cards. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a thing now. It's, it's legitimate. It's back. Sports cards are back. Which is weird. It is weird to think about. Yeah, just a, just a fun tangent. The adventure, uh, the adventure Begins, Coming Things and More. They're an amazing store. Wonderful staff. Great location. Wonderful people. Always clean. Family friendly. Well lit. Wear a mask. Be safe. Come on down. Boom. You know who would love that they're uh that they're back is dad. Oh, sports cards? Yeah, how excited would he be about sports cards right now? Look, he only cares about soccer cards. <laughs> Dude, that's not true. He used to give me the dumbest like Texans cards. Like I don't know where he would get a hold of these. I guess he would find them on eBay like cheap or something. Yeah. And he would like send me like so Steve Slayton was the running back for two years and then was gone. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think the first year he was gone, Dad gets me, like, a Steve Slayton game-worn jersey card. So it's got, like, a little cut of the jersey kind of a thing in it. Right. And, and, and you know, I hope he only paid, like, five, ten bucks for it. But it's just funny because, like, he just – he has this card for me. And he's like, I got you, buddy. And I'm like <laughs> – He's not even on the team anymore. <laughs> so I was like, I don't think he's even on the team. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll take it. Uh, But, yeah, like – I've still got a view of him floating around. I got like a JJ Watt one or whatever. It's just funny because he would, he would find these things, and he was he was he was about the cards. That's for sure. Yeah, it's it's funny because I I look I look back at like what stuff the dad did, and I'm like, man, I am literally the same, just slightly different. Yeah, we're all like, our own little version of dad. That's for sure. It's weird. <laughs> The miniatures, the, the, the cards, the, the, the nerding out about stuff. You and me are definitely just versions of him. That's <laughs> um, I, I guess speaking of things that have died, tragedy in my Dungeons & Dragons life. I haven't told oh. you this yet. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday was a hard day for me. Um, Jeff the Black Dragonborn. Um. He died. Oh, no. How tragic. My level 7 fighter, he passed away. 
As is truly a sad day in memoriam. F to pay respects. It was uh, it was rough. It was rough. He died a hero's death though. Oh, that means he's not coming back. That's unfortunate. Died. He died a valiant hero's death. Um, we were on our we were on an airship on our way to some place in Eberron. I don't even know where. Honestly, I nope. I'm not great at the details yet. But uh, two other airships are stalking us, and it turns out they're air pirates. Tell me that's not already... Sky pirates! Skies of Arcadia, I'm looking at you. So anyway, one ship harpoons us and starts slowing us down. The other ship gets over us, and guys start jumping down and attacking us. And we're outnumbered, we're outmanned, and then their super baddie teleports down. Teleportation. We're on airships. That's ridiculous. And he's got glowing eyes and a psychic sword. He hits me for like twenty damage plus ten psychic. Like this guy's brutal. Okay, mm-hmm. brutal. And very quickly, I'm down to two hit points when it comes to my turn. And I've only gotten in one good attack. It's not looking good for the old Jeff, the Black Dragonborn. So I make a decision. I am I am strength, constitution, athletics heavy. Okay. I um I go ahead and declare that uh my action attack bonus is that I am tackling super magic guy over the edge of the skyship, eighteen hundred feet in the air. May the gods deal with it as they must. I'm taking homeboy out. Corey, he can teleport. Um, he was not ready for this. He was distracted. He was working on some things. My initial thought was, and I and I and I specifically said, I'm digging my dragon claws into him. I am not letting go of this guy. So my initial thought was, he would teleport us both back to the boat, mm-hmm. the airship. And if he did that, that would be his action. So then it would be my turn again, and my bonus action would be to dragon breath him in the face. And then my action would be to shove him back over the side again. So then you have a face full of acid and you'd have to deal with that while falling to his death. Hoping that that would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out he couldn't teleport back because I hit him. Oh, so he died. So we were falling 1,800 feet to our death. And okay. then it also, it also turns out he worships a death god. So he was okay with this. Oh, how unfortunate. It's a tough way to find out the big baddies a death demon of some kind, but that's okay. So you're you're starting a new life as someone else? I have. I've come up with this character I'm excited about. Um I'm a I think they're called like shadow minded halfling. And I am a. I don't know. I don't know. D D. I'm a. You, tell me you didn't build the turtle guy. No, I'm a shadow-minded halfling, and I'm a monk. I essentially have built Robin from Young Justice. Ooh. Um, I can shadow step within like sixty feet. Uh, I also equipped him with a utility belt. Um, had to pitch it all to the DM. But he's pretty cool. He was like, hey, I kind of like this idea. This is a cool build. I'm going to allow it. 
Yeah. So literally, my guy is a... Uh, the way it works is he's a monk of justice. And he learns, like, he belongs to a sect of monks who specialize in creating vigilantes and bounty hunters. Okay. And then as they age out of the program and they get too old to be vigilantes and bounty hunters, they, they, train new ones. they branch out and find cities and set up safe houses to equip the young warriors of the group of the monk society oh that's kind of cool so it's like a spider network like there's just all these so around Eberron I have cities and safe houses and like stash spots and gear drops everywhere that's pretty neat so I'm like a little I'm a little I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a mini robin you're quite small. I'm over, I'm like I'm four foot, but like I'm mischievous and uh, troublesome. Plus, the monks have some really great stuff, and I'm a monk of the shadows, so like some really neat stuff I can do. Right. I've always I've always been a real big fan of like all the cool like shadows, like like the shadowy arts kind of deals because they've always been like I think the most interesting because they're the most like unique. Like everyone can fire a magic missile, but like this guy's gonna like step into a shadow and appear sixty feet away is pretty sick. Right. So like part of the mystique and the way to do this is to like play up the the Robin Batmanish kind of element of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Sneak out of the shadows, throw some bombs, drop some cow traps and ball bearings, knock a guy over the head and disappear again. Right. Yeah, so that's pretty sick. Pretty excited about that. That's pretty cool. Rest in peace, the dra- the Dragonborn. Then. Yeah, Jeff the Dragonborn. He uh, he saved the party and he turned the tide of the battle because when I knocked over Super Super Dude, the other the rest of his guys were like, uh, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Also, we were supposed to fight him for multiple sessions. He's supposed to be like like our mid level like, bad guy for a while. Like a recurring villain, but you decided to kill him along with yourself. Yes, and Very Dungeon cool. Master was—he was like, you know, this was a—that was—that was—that was pretty cool. He was like, I didn't see that coming. I like it. Again, D and D is just—is just drama improv. It kind of is, and like he—you he, could tell like he didn't want to hurt my feelings and like kill my character if I didn't want it to die. So he was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, like, I think, I think this might be it, man. He was kind of looking at me, like, kind of gauging, and I was like, like, yeah, I'm 1,800 feet in the air, and I jumped off the boat. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure this killed pretty much anyone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, okay. And, like, they tried to save me, my partners, my, my, my buddies. They threw the airship hard in reverse. They were chasing my, our flying bodies down as we're, the, and the thing of it was, because I had two hit points, right? So as we go over the edge, the guy hits me with like a psychic attack. So I black out as we're falling. <laughs> then I wake up, like I get enough, I, I do three saves in a row straight through, so I wake up stable. And mm-hmm. then he stabs me again. <laughs> Got him. Like, but he goes, uh, I'll, give you a, I'll give you an action right here if you want to do something. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to shoot him with my acid breath then. He goes, okay. 
I'm in its I'm three d six at this point with it. Uh, I roll a three. Ooh, ooh. And he and he dex saves. So, so you do nothing. He does. He takes one acid damage. <laughs> well, I mean, he stabbed you and hit you with a psychic attack. I'm pretty sure he wasn't really expecting much of retaliation. <laughs> just some. Just some as it just gurgles out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, you, as you're fighting each other 10,000 feet in the air, he just, he just slowly drips acid from one of your teeth into his eye. And he's like, oh, God, stop. <laughs> so and then you die by then, impacting the ground. And before we even fell to the ground, the dude. As a sacrifice to his death god, summon the death god to eat my soul. Oh, so you're super dead. Yeah, they. He's describing it, and he's like, all of a sudden, there's this bright light, and uh, you see a tendril reach from the other worlds and wrap around you and pull your soul out of your body. And I was like, so I'm okay, right? <laughs> so it's cool, right? No, no, it's not. <laughs> Ooh, what if you're gonna have to fight Soul you later? No one can beat Jeff the Dragonborn. He was amazing. Uh, what if he kills you in exactly the same way as a Death Spirit? <laughs> what if he just starts tackling people off of boats all the time now? Yeah, it's like a big ghost ship, and they're like, "What's that?" And they get onto it and just get tackled off by a ghost. <laughs> Or like anytime they're on a boat somewhere, Ghost Jeff just shows up and tackles one of them off into the water. Not cool, Ghost Jeff. Come on, Ghost Jeff. <laughs> um, we don't have a ton of time left, but I wanted to mention this. We can talk about this on Monday. Um, Batman is releasing an animated Choose Your Own Adventure. Ooh. It's Death in the Family, so it's based on the Jason Todd story. And the three outcomes basically create three different characters. It's Batman does nothing, Jason Todd dies. That's the Red Hood storyline. Batman saves Jason Todd is the Red Robin storyline. Robin saves himself. I think that's the Hush storyline. Ooh, that's pretty cool. So Jason Todd like becomes either Hush, Red Robin, or Red Hood. Very cool. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna look some more into it. We can get more into that next week. I'm excited about it though. Also, today Umbrella Academy comes out, so I'm probably gonna binge that tonight. And oh watch yeah, all of it. season season, season two. two. They teleported season... themselves to 1960. I need to rewatch. Oh, I'd like to rewatch season one. I might watch the last episode again just to kind of know where I'm at. But uh, season two, yeah. I really enjoyed uh, Umbrella Academy a lot. I did too. So season two is out. We can talk about that. The Transformers Siege is uh, trans the Transformers animated show is out on Netflix it's as right, well. The first, it's the first of the three part series, right? Yeah, but they canceled the card game that was supposed to support it. Well, I mean, I didn't really like the card game anyways. So that's just me though. Oh, all right, well, be salty. Um, that's about all the time we have for though, as Nico peppers his chili. Um. On behalf of little brother Nico and myself, on behalf of the Adventure Begins Comics Games and more, uh, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. 
As always, be good, be kind, wash your hands, and be courteous, be safe, be healthy, be happy. Uh, Fight the man and Black Lives Matter. Thank you guys for listening. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs>